Howdy, howdy, and welcome to my bloody Judy with your final forgets, myself, Zachary Patton Garcia. And Ian Carlos Crawford. And today our opening kill is author and Slayer Fest 98 co-host. Philip Ellis, hello. Hi, I don't feel like opening kill even works for this episode. This is the <laughs> the our third bride. This is I our was gonna say our third, third yeah. <laughs> okay. Um this we are here to talk about the invitation. It is a a movie from this year. Just came out, like literally just came out. I think it's not too far off from a, a Blu-ray of release, also. I think I've already been seeing that being promoted. I so I just saw it last night and I was actually very worried that it would have already been out of theater. Mm. It's been like about a month and like shit goes to streaming so fast. I was like, oh God, if I can't see it mm. for our recording tomorrow, I'm going to be so annoyed. Philip saw it first yes. and then asked us if we had seen it and we weren't planning on covering it, but I was like, I was very, I was, I was very close to missing it in the theater. I'm really glad I went and saw it in the theater. And then you, and that was like oh, a week or two ago. And then Ian just saw it last night. I mean, in general, I had just a great time with it. Um, so straight off the bat, Dracula is one of my favorite novels of all time. Um, and I didn't realize going in that it's literally a reimagining slash continuation of Dracula. I thought it was just a sort of, you know, generic vampire movie. Um, but all of the, the ways that it sort of played with and twisted the, uh, the source material I thought was great. I thought Natalie Emmanuel is amazing as a final girl. She's got that right mix of vulnerability and then like steely strength. And um, Thomas Doherty is just a phenomenal rakish villain. Yes. <laughs> you know, because I've been seeing such like from mixed to bad reviews about it. And so I was trying to like temper because I often feel like when someone's like, this is the best movie ever, which Zachary says every time, then I'm like waiting for it to be the best movie ever. And I'm like, that was okay. But because like, I knew that Zach kind of liked it, but everyone else seemed to be like, like on Twitter, everyone's like, I feel like the best I've seen is it was okay. Mm -hmm. um, I, of course, it's a very basic story. Like you said, Philip, it is, I kind of thought it was just, random vampire i didn't think it was dracula i kind of liked that it was like he never even says it out loud but like when he's talking mm. about it she's like mm. when she's on the couch she's like are you saying that you're like no, it i was like twilight that. it was lifted straight from twilight it's like <laughs> say <laughs> it say it out I, loud and i thought that i mean the thing is i text kirsten white after because she was like oh i've been really curious about that but i've been hearing everyone say it's boring and i was like if you don't buy the two, the chemistry between the main characters, then I could see it being boring. Mm -hmm. But I don't see how you don't buy their chemistry because they have really good chemistry. Yeah. I, I think this is maybe why the reviews for it haven't been as, as stellar as I think they should be. And it's because um, it's a kind of a crisis of marketing almost because it's two movies in one. For the first two acts, it is a swoony gothic romance. Yeah. And then there's a real rug pull and then you get sort of survival horror for the for the final third. And I think a lot of people went in thinking that that moment was going to come a lot sooner. Yeah. Um, when actually it's just no, it's it's, it's a gorgeous um, like gothic drama and it's got all the trappings of that. It's got all the genre tropes of that. And I'm I'm here for that. But if yeah. you're here just for sort of straight up vampire horror, um, that first hour 
would be maybe quite yeah. a good look. I think we've also been a little spoiled this year with the horror that has been coming out, and I think people maybe maybe the people who didn't like it expected a little bit more than than it gave because it did give the most basic like gothic yeah. vampire story that it could have right. And I think those are mm-hmm. always really fun. Like even when you, with slashers, when you give a basic slash slasher story, as long as it is well made and really good, you have good actors in it, you good shots, good mood, atmosphere, yeah. all of it, um, you'll enjoy it. And what, how long was this? This was about an hour and a half. It had to have been right. I, I, hope it was I feel like it didn't. It didn't. It didn't outstay its welcome. It was yeah. very much like an hour and forty or something. Yeah, like that. I think it was an um, hour and forty. Hour and forty five minutes. Yes. Mm. Yeah, and I, I, I feel like they didn't because they never said Dracula, right? They never said the name, but we all knew. No, the the closest <laughs> they get. I mean, well, so there were so many lovely clues for yeah. people who know the source material. You know, it's set in Whitby at a place called Carfax. There's, you know, a, a, one of the, the the bridesmaids is called Lucy, and uh, I think the closest we get is he calls himself the son of the dragon. I was hoping for a moment where he said it, but even though he didn't, mm. I was still like, I, I was still just blown away. And I, it is him. He owns this movie. It is him. And I would oh, yeah. say, so, uh, Evie as a final girl is pretty great. She's pretty great. Especially with the, with that red dress. I wish that red dress had been like the final look, right? Something like that. Um, but this is through and through Thomas Doherty. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. yeah. This is his movie. And he could have had, he had chemistry with every single other actor in that, in that movie. Uh, I, I could not, I was happy I was in a theater with just me and my husband and nobody else was in there because I could not stop taking pictures of the screen every time <laughs> he popped up. And I have never had like a reaction like that in a very, very long time. I think the last time I did was uh, maybe, um, uh, for Mission Impossible when Henry Cavill was up there, but like I couldn't take pictures because everybody else was in the theater. But my phone is full of just like <laughs> s- shots of the screen. Anytime he like maybe smirked, anytime there was a hint of a dimple, anytime he just oh. like looked longingly into somebody's eyes, it just worked so perfectly. And the fact that he was evil at the end made it even sexier. I mean, I, mean, I did. I, sorry, I did keep thinking like, just do it. I would do it. Like. <laughs> I didn't know her problem. I didn't see her problem. I was like, (laughs) I got a pretty dress on. Like, this sounds nice to me. (laughs) I I think what, I mean, you're absolutely right. Like, he, his, uh, he's just all over this film and he he is the most memorable bit, just that, that charisma. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because you know, we know enough going into the film to know, to, you know, to not trust him. Yeah. And that is the face that screams, do not trust me, but I have right. a comfortable place to sit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Choke me during sex. Do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And like, I even found myself like the first time we see him on screen, I like laughed a little just because I was like, he is so hot, but he looks like a vampire. Like he just looks like a vampire. Yeah. Like his features all kind of like the way his smile kind of like. And there was up. no subtlety bringing him into this story either. We knew that he was there to fall in love with her or her fall in love with him. And he was there to be the baddie. And like, oh, we thought it was this old man who was like, what would the Lord of this, this manner, right, however yeah, you guys yeah. put it in the British term. Um, <laughs> I didn't and, understand that at all, but like, whatever. I don't know. It's <laughs> Dracula, Dracula. Yeah. Um, I, but like I so if we're on him already, so let's go ahead and talk about him and let's talk about the line of of Dracula's that we've had till now, right? Did you guys see the the it was like a three part miniseries that came out like a couple years ago with like his name is Klaus oh, Bang. Yes, and he I, was a hot Dracula. He as well. was a hot Dracula, but he was a little bit older. See, so it's like mm. I feel both, and I don't know which one I like more. We've also had Gerard Butler. 
um, in Dracula 2000. That was pretty sexy as well. Um, I loved that movie when it came out. Phenomenal. Oh my God, Jerry Amazing. Ryan as one of the brides. Like, right. Seven, seven of Nine is, is Dracula's bride. <laughs> that, that was, it was perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, we've had a bunch of Draculas. And so I feel like I need people to talk about him more because I need him to be like, I, I need him back as Dracula. I need them to to do something else, right? We've also had Luke Evans, which was like, okay. Oh, I mean, mm, who was he? Yeah. When was he Dracula? Dracula Untold was that? It was like 2013. It was when they were really trying to make the Universal Monster yeah. Universe um, thing happen, and it just didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and like. And this sounds stupid to say, but it almost felt ambitious to make him Dracula and not just make him generic vampire, right? right. <laughs> and I think that's why I didn't expect it going in. I thought it was like, oh, they're just they're putting lots of cute nods to Dracula yeah, for yeah. fans, but it's not going to be Dracula because this is like an indie horror movie with yeah. like TV stars in the leading roles. And that's not to diminish, you know, Natalie Emmanuel or Thomas Doherty. They're both fantastic. Um, but yeah, it's like... It's, it is kind of cool that it ends up being an extra installment in this very long lineage of iconic movies yeah. based on the book. And did you all pick up on the old lady's name? Mina, Mina Harker. Yeah. When she said yeah. Mina and then Harker, I was like, oh my God, that's so heavy handed. It's but fun. It. It's so fun. <laughs> by that point, we're like, okay, no, we're doing Dracula. And it's a fun right. twist that Mina and Jonathan are actually like his cronies and they're not the good guys. Yeah, <laughs> it just I I don't know. I think he just had so much charm and so much like any any he was really good at, at acting like he was manipulating any sort of situation. Right. Because he could be the, the love interest who meets you by the tree, by the oak tree at night at midnight or something like that. And then like when he does the switch, he does do the switch like, yeah, completely stone faced, doesn't care, has his third bride. He's good now. Right. Yeah. Um. It was a little bit like, I mean, and, and again, to go into the, the gothic romance, it's very Max de Winter from Rebecca. It's that it's like, oh, he's, he's, he's incredibly handsome and he can turn the charm on, but also there's something so like stony and impassable about him that you never really know what he's like, thinking. You... Right, we don't get that that often anymore. Like that feels like it became like a played out trope that we didn't get as often. So again, it like, it's so it's such a basic story, but it does feel a little ambitious in going back to doing these tropes, but doing them well yeah. and like mm. making it not feel tired, right? Because these are our classic stories, right? Like yeah. this, we have Frankenstein. Like bring Frankenstein in, do something with Frankenstein. <laughs> Just like do it well, right? Like these stories can be retold over and over again. If the star, if a star is born, can be retold over and over again. We can get all of our monster movies. You know? <laughs> oh my god, have, let's have Lady Gaga in the next one. Please don't. Please don't. No, I'll pass on that one. <laughs> the Countess was fine. <laughs> But also, I did really like Evie. Like, I really, I yes. thought she was, the the thing that I, so I texted Kirsten White after, because she was like, do I like it? To tell her that it reminded me of, like, Mexican Gothic with vampires. And I think you both Didn't read that it? book, too, I right? I think it did. Yeah. It is so Mexican Gothic. And, like, it's, I it's love so that. that book, right? Like, and that book isn't particularly scary. It's mm-hmm. It's kind of like this, right? It's like a really good vibe. The mood is set 100%. You understand the main character is charming. She's not stupid, but like still gets into this shit. But you're also still rooting for her and she's enjoyable to watch as well. Um, And I really think like we, the three of us bought 
her and him and maybe people who didn't like the movie as much didn't buy them mm. gosh um, i don't even know i mean bought them immediately i i think i was really annoyed that they were just doing that so early i was like ah oh. because i thought this was again i thought this was gonna be like a slow burn indie and so when i saw him show up i don't I like I, I don't know how i feel about this but then they just I, again, I think he just worked with everybody. I, I could have watched him fuck the butler and I would have, or they could have fallen in love and I would have bought it, you know? And I think that was the key to him because she did work on her own as well. But with him, was it her that I was watching or was it him? And I think it was him. I mean, I think the thing is, when they're both on screen together, they are mm -hmm. both just so beautiful mm -hmm. that it's like I uh, I would watch three more hours of just him, you know, leaving beautiful gowns in her room for right. her to put on, yes, and then and then meeting her on the veranda under the fireworks. <laughs> you know, I, I I was just very like I so I when I went to see it at the cinema, it was last month, and I had like a very very heavy week because it was my birthday and so i was like okay I have, I have a day off i'm just going to go to the cinema and watch like this easy horror movie and then actually just to have all of this like gorgeous lush scenery and yeah. sex appeal just like watching over me it was great sometimes <laughs> that's sometimes that's all you need that's that's something times you just want to be in the mood to sit and have a vibe and feel yeah. like you're walking in a in a in a, a long white gown at midnight through the fog you know and that's what this felt like and i even from the start, right? Like I, I leaned over to, to Alistair and I said, this just feels like a really great, like Gothic mansion. We've got the Gothic mansion. We've got like all of the, all of the elements that even if this is a shit movie, I feel like I'm just going to still like be happy that it washed over me at the very end. Yeah, that's, that's totally fair because they do like, I mean, I, I feel like you could speak to this better than I can Zach, but like the shots were like really well done mm -hmm. of like showing us, like anytime we got a panning shot of this giant fucking mansion mm -hmm. or like we would go through the hallways, like it looked fucking cool. Did it right? feel like Bly Manor on the inside to you? Yes. I like got a lot of Bly Manor vibes. Like when she's dragging the bodies back to the lake, you know, the stairs were in the right place. The hallways, all the rooms were in the right places. Mm. Mm. I will say I the mean, only, and we just talked about this in another recording. The inside felt a little smaller than the outside looked because we kept just getting that staircase. We're in, like, Americans, a Ian. We're Americans, <laughs> and I feel like it's we're expecting the 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 biggest. I've seen the inside of Buckingham Palace and pictures and stuff, and it's smaller than I would ever have thought. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, I I mean I I was gonna say yeah I I I can't remember how many country manners i've been in but um <laughs> they always yeah they they look i mean they're they're always very very grand but they're not uh, they don't look as big on the inside mm -hmm. um, but i zach to, to to your point just now um i think bly manor is a great comparison as well because i went into that expecting to be just scared silly and actually it was again a gothic love story yeah um as much as it was a ghost story mm -hmm. and um just again l lush and rich in vibes if not plot <laughs> yes and i love that this set up as a gothic like you said at the beginning it set up as a gothic love story and then there was no love to be found it was it was straight survival and i am very very disappointed like i feel like they could have this is where my only disappointment is is that she should have gone along with it and the whole second movie should have been her either trying to take them down or escaping or something like that i needed just a, a few scenes maybe an hour of scenes of her in like really pretty like black gowns you know 
in the in the moonlight, um, walking around <laughs> this manor and like just living. I want to see their daily life. Zach, you're lying. lying. I I know what I know what you want, Zach. You wanted to see the wedding night. <laughs> I, I wanted to see the wedding night. Uh, I wanted, He had good fashion sense. He picked out a lot of really nice stuff for her. You know. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. He mm. he probably had the lingerie already picked out for it too. I. So I do want to talk about that scene. Like that red dress is fantastic. Um, and I thought like they did a really good job of when she's realizing what happens after they fucking slit the one maid's mm -hmm. like throat. Like I the have pictures of, of that scene. I can go straight to it. Yes. <laughs> like they're like going in and out of focus to show how like because the movie's not like scary, scary, right? But like to show how that would fuck her up, right? Like yeah. This isn't that scary to us, but like, of course, the one like human who doesn't know what the fuck is going on watching everyone rejoice at a woman's like throat being slit. Like, I really liked how like muted it was that she was just terrified and we just see like a few tears streaming yeah. and she's just kind of looking around like, what the fuck? And nobody um, is reacting. They're yeah, all just it, still in their own world. And like and the I one, think... the one like really pretty bride is like, oh, thank God. I was getting so bored when they yeah. like start pouring the blood. <laughs> I think also because that's the scene where we, you know, we're delivered all of the exposition about the family lines and the brides and all that. Um, so we have to stay in that room, which means that Evie has to stay in that room because she right. is our point of view character. So it's like it's sort of smart to have her go into this like she goes into shock. She's in this fugue state because yeah. it, it's a natural response. And right. while she's sat there just completely dazed, we can deliver all this exposition of here's the the, the, the law behind all of this um and then we're going to get straight back to the kind of the, the spooky you know chase scenes and stuff you know in a moment. and it was so perfect too right because as she's sitting there and as we're processing all of this with her it does feel like i i get the sense of history between all of the people in this room right um you guys have seen the dinner scene in uh 102 dalmatians with glenn close in the red dress haven't you you have to at least have seen that and like it has to like come to your mind i mean probably a, a million years ago <laughs> yeah <laughs> same exact vibes as this the dress looks the same everything and i it, it is fabulous phenomenal when she goes running to the door and she's banging on the door and nobody's really reacting and know. her like muted like please you have to help me was like so good right because yeah. like yeah. she can't bring herself to even be loud because she's fucking terrified it's it's like when you're having a really bad dream and you can't run and you can't like you can't find it in yourself to like yell for help like yeah. everything comes mm -hmm. out as like a whisper it's like that but it's actually happening to her so it's like yeah. I'm not scared but I feel awful for you yeah while I'm watching it <laughs> and it happened so quickly for her too right like she knew mm. the entire movie that this was something was building up she knew her better judgment told her it's yeah. time to go right she knew that there was something wrong here um she still went to this dinner she still put on the dress it's shot that scene's just shot really well and like you feel the disorient orientation for her yeah. that you're like Ooh, like I, it is very like, how are you going to get out of this? So my main, my mind is just like, he's hot, just do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I think the, the creepiest, <laughs> I think the creepiest part of that scene for me, it wasn't the, uh, the the throat being slit. It wasn't the reveal of the vampires. It was all of the humans in the room, like you know, they're wearing the masks. They're doing that creepy, like it's almost like they're, they're yeah. like kiss, kissing their fingers. Or something. There's a weird yeah. salute they do, like a, a bit culty. And then when they're given permission to eat and they're just tearing all that food away and you're 
watching it go into their mouths, just seeing them chew and stuff dribbling down their chins. Yeah. And it's just like, it's grotesque mm-hmm. because the, the noises are so in your yeah. ear. And you don't have that same sort of scene in, in Rosemary's Baby, but it is very like the end of Rosemary's Baby where she comes in and the entire cult is there, right? Like everybody's yeah. there and that's the situation she finds herself in and you can't really like go anywhere. Um, uh, Philip, I do have a question for you. Can you explain to us, dumb, dumb Americans, the fuck I didn't understand. I like don't understand the like Lord of a manor and then like the like family. Mm. Like, is that like a thing um, or just like made up vampire lore? <laughs> So, well, no, I, I think it, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not an expert in the aristocracy. Um, <laughs> I, I I think it's very much like probably borrowed from lots of classic novels where you've got, you know, the landed gentry. So, you know, the Lord or the Duke or the Earl or, or whatever he might be. Um, and then that sort of thing of, oh, our family has served his family for generations. So, you know, like, oh, like the, the family l- legal practice or the family medical practice um, and the and that these being like sort of, you know, legacy family businesses. It's a very like plot convenient device mm-hmm. that, oh, you know, these these families have all been linked for so long. Um, I think it's I, I, I don't think that happens in real life much. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Because I, I mean, the thing is, like all posh people do know each other. So everyone <laughs> everyone knows each other because they're because their dads know each other. So may, maybe that is the case. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I just, I yeah, I, I I did like that. That was sort of the explanation for oh, why is this family so interested in this long lost cousin yeah. suddenly being discovered via a twenty three and Me yeah uh, thing, which is again such a fun twenty first century use of technology and like a quick one feel... we don't have to do yeah. too much like exploring throughout the rest of the movie because you get that done right at the beginning and now we know why she's there you know we're not going to discuss exactly yeah it's it's more. like it's 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 a it's a fun device we don't need to linger on it um that that technology just exists now so it makes sense that these old families would be using it to you know trace their bloodlines or whatever um and yeah it's it's I think what I liked as well is that we it's all about the brides and I don't think yes. in the original book there's ever like an origin story for the the three brides in Transylvania. Yeah. Um yeah, they're I just kind of like that, there, right? They're there, they eat a baby. Um <laughs> I, I I really like as well that it's like it's hinted that Victoria has been she's one of the original brides because she's been with him since Eastern Europe. Lucy yeah is basically Lucy Westerner from mm-hmm. the actual book. And then I, yeah, um, I love that we, you know, we, we now have a third, it's like the sugar babes, you know, they keep yeah. changing the lineup. <laughs> Another thing I did like was that Lucy, I like that we like, she was excited to have someone, a nice bride, right? Like, mm-hmm. cause that other woman, uh, Victoria was a fucking nightmare. Right. And like, Lucy's <laughs> just like her little minion and kind of just does what she says. And Lucy, even though she was a vampire, she was right. Like she was nice. Like she saves her. <laughs> it's. I love that. Even though it's revealed that they are, you know, this sort of um, cabal of vampires, it really is just like wealthy, rich bitch, like <laughs> yeah. social yeah. status. Where it's like the queen bee and then her like puppy underling. Um, that could have been transposed from so many other like movies or, or tv shows that's just about you know the, the the upper classes that's how they are we know that's how they are um and i love that yeah even if you've been alive for hundreds of years those dynamics still exist and uh, the, out of the three brides there's going to be like the head bitch in charge yeah yeah poor evie though um you know 
unbeknownst to her, she's confirming, yes, I'll be your sister. I've agreed to be Dracula's bride, you know? <laughs> and then she gets all, that girl all excited. She just wanted a sister. She just wanted a friend there. She right? did. She just wanted someone to be nice to her. <laughs> we need a third, you know? We just need somebody else. Um, they're all probably bored as shit. Don't exactly at any point think that it was going to end with her just being a bride and just going along with it. There was a moment when I thought that. Mm. I did. Yeah. Um, I, no, I, 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 I just, <laughs> I, I, I was like, I, I thought that she would, um, like, you know, kill them and win, but I, I thought maybe it might end with her staying a vampire, mm-hmm. um, which so, would be interesting. That was the alternate ending that they originally shot or that they originally doing is that she stayed a vampire and you found out that Dracula had escaped to like leave it open ended, but apparently yeah. that tested very poorly, so they redid oh. the ending. But I kind of would have liked that. I don't that. trust any of the people who are bitching about it now at those test screenings. Then <laughs> I don't trust it. It's the same people. Okay, <laughs> that would have been a great ending, a wonderful open ended. He's not dead. I won't accept it. I won't accept that he's died. I won't accept that the brides are are completely dust. They can come back together. They can particles. You know, <laughs> science. Um. It was there was too much goodness there to not do like a whole like vampires traveling movie, you know, yeah. like, I need something like that because I, I wasn't a big fan of the ending, the ending ending when they was that post credits or was that right before credits? Right. It was before right before credits. credits. Okay. Yeah. I just, oh, when they're, they're like hunting the, they're like, I don't care about the cousin. the cousin. I don't give a shit about the cousin. Right. Where is where it? Where is daddy? Where is Dracula? I, I wanted her to murder that cousin, though, when they were in the little like altar and he like looks at her. I was like, yeah, fucking rip his head off. Rip it's like they forgot to do the shot. They're like, oh, fuck. Um, yeah. <laughs> we'll have him standing outside an office building or something. Right? <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I didn't mind it just as I did. I love a comeuppance and he needed some kind of comeuppance. I didn't like, I guess they didn't want her to like rip his head off as a vampire. Cause then it looks like too harsh, but like he deserved it. Right. If like- <laughs> you were her gay cousin, would you have done the same? Probably. Okay. If, if he doesn't want me, I'll at least find him a woman who does so I can stay, stay around the place looking at him <laughs> being in his presence. Um, maybe he'll cut me with one of his longer fingernails, you know, By he accident, his fingernails out, I was super into it. Yeah, all of the little vampire isms <laughs> that he had, the little things. You like the, va- the vampire nails? I did like the vampire nails. Philip, remind me in the book that does track right. Like if he dies, everyone like they are no longer vampires, right? Uh yes, because I'm. I'm, 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 I'm so it's been a while since I've read the book, but I'm so now I might just be thinking of Winona Ryder in the. Francis I've book only book. I've only seen that's my. Um, I that was a terrible Dracula. I, I know that she reverts back to being human when Dracula dies. Right. And I think yeah. that that is the same, the same in the book. Because I always forget that that's actually more in line with Dracula, like, like lore than like you just become a vampire and are forever, even if the person dies. Because my mind goes to Buffy, right? Like if your sire dies, yeah. you're still a vampire. Um, because when she, I like completely forgot that was even a thing. Because when she did it, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, she's going to be a good vampire and she'll have superpowers. Because that doesn't sound too terrible, right? Like, yeah. Angel, <laughs> nice. we're covering Angel. Angel does it. He's like, just like, get some pig's blood and drinks it. Maybe, it's fine. Maybe it'll happen again. I feel like this is going to be the one. Uh, you know what? We were actually talking right before you came in, Ian, um, that. Uh, so f- I was only two minutes late. <laughs> <laughs> Whole discussion. Um, Philip said like over there, it was like limited release. So it, we, th- there weren't. You, you you said your theater wasn't very packed, right? Uh, yeah, no, it, it was not very full at all, and mm-hmm. I, I think it was only out for a week, um, yeah. if that. 
Yeah. And so our theaters weren't packed either, but this made $30 million in a theatrical run against a $10 million budget. So it was successful. So people went out and saw it. Um, that should say sequel to me. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 it didn't get the buzz, but it still got the money. Huh, that, I'm surprised I, that it made that much money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like even though it, it, it ends, you know, very much, it seems like um, the vampires have been sort of vanquished. Um, it teases enough of, okay, well, there are still these horrendous, People, uh, you yeah. know, sort of in- institutions and families who have profited from, you know, all of this bloodshed over the years. And there's there's still like loose ends that need tying up. And then, you know, I mean, they could always introduce other monsters. I was convinced it was going to be revealed that the butler was a werewolf because he kept making all these references. Yeah. to. I was waiting for a werewolf. I was looking for it. I was, yeah. was I don't I, know. I werewolf. thought the butler was going to be a vampire. That's I thought yeah. I was like, oh, he's the other one. That's he's the other like guy vampire. He's like Guillermo. Sorry, he's the familiar, <laughs> yeah. you know. It's just I did just like that. that she fucking kills him. I was like, oh, is she not gonna kill him because he's human. And when he's like saying like coded racist shit, like, oh, you're always yeah. underneath us, and then she just snaps it and stabs him. I was like, fuck. Like, could, uh, yeah, there, there's gotta yeah. be a, a a prequel somewhere in there because I, f- I feel like they they got it on a good bit when he was in his younger years, you know. He had to. Dracula and the butler. That's why he's been <laughs> around for so well, long. As we always say in every episode of Slayer Fest 98, when you're a vampire and you've been around for centuries, you are pansexual, you fuck everything because life is literally, life is long. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And, and the thing is, Sean Pertwee, who plays the butler, was, you know, he was a he was a cutie back in the day. So I have not seen what he looked like back then. Let me go. Oh, is he like, has he been like acting for a while? Um, oh, yeah. So he's like, again, like a... a a kind of character actor who on British TV just pops up all over the place. Okay. Um, it's funny that it gets such a limited release, but has like famous, like British actors. <laughs> it, I, well, famous, famous, famous. It's, um, I think, you know, like the, the guy who plays Cousin Oliver was, I mean, he plays the same sort of like sniveling idiots the entire time. He was Fleetbag's boyfriend. Um, that's probably one of his bigger roles. Uh, but I do have to say Natalie Emmanuel, mm-hmm. um, Everyone knows her as Masande from Game of Thrones, but over here, she's Sasha Valentine from Hollyoaks. She was, mm. a, you know, big uh, soap star. Got to point um, that one out. She's so. also in the, the Fast and Furious movies. Something a little bit more down to my scale. Yes. <laughs> she's been a little bit in some Fast and Furious movies. Um, so I don't watch any of that, but the thing <laughs> I know her from is, I don't know if it, because Zach, did you watch Game of Thrones? Uh, I've seen I've seen her in it last season. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if you all remember, there's like, retroactively it became really funny because it was like her and three two other actors who like their characters died in whatever season and an interviewer was like what's in store for your characters this season and it's the three of them like yes like they're all like "Eh," and then none of them know how to answer us because all of them died the entire cast was giving those reactions what did you think of the season just like (laughs) nobody was happy nobody was happy about it but like I always think that's really funny. Like I didn't watch a show, but like mm-hmm. that the three of them were like, "Well, we all die," and like <laughs> it's just all of them making a face. And I, I that's really funny to me. Yeah. Although like, every okay, it that's him like on the walls and everything, and like darting through the rooms. Right, that was him. Yes. Okay. And I do love that. That was for, some for scary ages, shit. 
it was a great misdirect that yeah. it was hinted that there was this other like other yes yeah. i was thinking uh, morbius i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> like that's what i pictured in my mind and i'm always so on the edge of my seat when it's yeah. like a, a room lit by a single candle because it's like oh my yes. god something's going to come out of the shadows and like the, those poor maids who just kept getting murked um they were and it's like and, and like too. the hands like and and it's like with with like when he's on top of like the four post to bed and his claws are in the oh no that, that thing that was that, that was Victoria but like, oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. when he's like on the roof of the wine cellar and he's like reaching down to like pull yeah. them up and it's just oh yeah I, so good. I I mean I talk about this a lot like the dark scares me more than most things like keep it dark and like you said like just the hand like that'll creep me out more than like a full monster just standing there. Um, yeah. And I thought they did like, the movie's not scary, but those things were like, kind of like, mm, like I was like, shit. They give you uh, your moments, right? Like overall, yeah. they're telling mm. this, this, this vampire story, this, uh, the story about um, him and, and the whole history of him, but they do give you, they do feed you the, the, yeah. the, the horror moments and the horror elements of the, the scenes with, whenever anybody would go into the study or when the maid would go into the study and was lighting those candles like in a lawn, that was like terrifying. I was like- I was like, take your earphones out. Oh my God, yeah. stop listening to music. You're going to die. And it was, at one point it was, uh, he was sitting in the seat at one point, right? Like, yeah. That was, and it was turned and like we were go, the camera was going in on it. Um, and then she just split second, drop something or I, I it was happening. The candles that this. go out yes. and so she's like- And then it's gone, you know? Yeah. Mm crazy i know i can't fill up i was like take those headphones out it is pitch black in that room <laughs> also they all look terrified to be working there why are they working there what is are they parts of the family at all or are they lower members I of this, if, this system i mean i i do wonder if like they they work for this sort of you know um like made company yeah. Uh, where it's like, oh, like everyone who goes to that house to like work a where party never comes just back. Go missing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like, we pay Weird, a lot. Like... Though. We pay a lot of money. Okay, we can promise you a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, there, there was that. It was little details like that that um, really enriched the world building for me yeah. as well. Where the maids just have numbers sewn into their yeah. aprons. They and it, and and Evie is the only one who asks them what their names are, and the mm. only one that sees them as humans because. It's like that. This these like very simple black and white uniforms, and you know they they all almost look identical. Yes, yeah. They all have like the same dark ponytail. Um, it's just like yeah, vi like I, such a great like bit of visual storytelling. I kept being like, wait, did the one she liked dies? Like every time a new one maid died, I'd be like, is that the one that she liked? Like I couldn't <laughs> keep up. And I was actually glad because a thing that can make me nuts in certain horror movies is if like we are going to save this person. And then that person dies. And it's like, well, that was pointless. I yeah. was glad that at least she did save the maid. She was like trying to save. Yeah. Well, and yeah. her whole final battle was just really good too. Like she yeah. really did go in there and, and, and fight, you know, she turned, burned the whole church down. They went into the foyer. They had, she had a fight with the, the other bride of Jack Dracula. And then he showed, she's like fought everybody, right? Like she, <laughs> everybody showed up to square up with her <laughs> one by one by it, one. It did turn more into like an underworld movie. At that yeah. It's like, so we've done the Gothic romance. We've done the horror. Now we're just mm. going to give you like some fantasy action to, to close things out. And, and like, she did it in a wedding dress and it was just so aesthetically pleasing. You know, uh, what was your favorite moment, Phil? <laughs> Oh goodness. Um I I think the whole opening scene, not opening scene, but the whole scene where she first arrives 
at New Carfax and she's wearing like sort of a really brightly colored like knitted cardigan hoodie thing. She's bringing this handmade gift and it's really showing like the difference between her and this world she's about to walk into. Mm-hmm. And then like her, the way that she interacts with the maids and that, you know, she is the only, cause you know, we've seen her being yeah, yeah. Uh, working in a service job. And then the whole thing with the, the shitty, shitty butler and then Walt just walking in and looking fucking i mean his surname is deville we we know he's a bad uh, guy from literal uh. moment one but in that crisp white shirt with the granddad collar oh my yeah. god so hot so hot not since errol flynn has a man been that hot we needed him to fall into the pond just once you know something like <laughs> oh that. my goodness yeah <laughs> a little bit more what was your favorite moment Ian? Uh, the the dinner scene I just okay. loved I, she, I think she like really pulled it off and the mm. like like Philip mentioned the camera angles of even like the humans just digging into their food was like gross even though yeah. they were just eating regular food but like that felt disgusting um, and I just I loved the way they like shot that scene the way she acted it the way she acted like muted terrified not just yeah. like wailing screaming because um, both can work right but they like it worked for her to do it more muted yeah. like she just couldn't. Um, what about you, Zach? I feel like it would have been like way too Texas Chainsaw Massacre had she been like yeah, screaming yeah. at a dinner table. You know, it just it didn't work, mm. especially if we're going with like, I don't know, stifled uppity rich people. You know, um, I think the the dinner scene from there all the way to the end, I, I think it just never let up. I, yeah, it, it was really good from that whole moment on um and favorite i guess we'll do the slayer fest thing favorite outfit <laughs> oh i, I think we're, we're gonna say the same the thing red dress yeah, yeah everyone's gonna dress. say i just want to hear dress. everybody say it though because it was freaking <laughs> gorgeous man like you know how they uh at premieres or at like planet hollywood or something like that they always have like costumes just displayed somewhere i want i need to see this dress in person really really bad. it is beautiful it yeah. really is i wonder who made that too um and then we don't really have to do a grade. I think we all loved it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, my grade is I don't understand why people don't like it so much. I don't understand why there's not a sequel. Why this wasn't planned? Okay. I, I have a real theory as to why, like, the Rotten Tomatoes reviews are so low, and it's because we keep letting straight men review things. <laughs> I did not even know this though because I haven't looked up the reviews because I figured everybody was going to vibe with it anyway. And so this is the first I'm hearing that people did not like it. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. Right, Philip. I feel like on Twitter like, it's been like, eh. Everyone's been like, it's okay. Well, and I, so the people I've, I've spoken with about it have been the gays and the girls who love the the gothic romantic yeah. elements of it, and they really vibe. And also just like the the nerdy kind of references to the source material, you know. Um, but then yeah, it's like the 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 horror bro film guys don't like it because it's not an out and out horror movie. There's there's yeah. more going on and. Yeah. I'm guessing they're wanting like limbs being ripped and like real yeah. like modern age Dracula fanfare, right? But this is very classic. And if they're telling a very classic story and they're giving us very classic imagery, I think it, it just, gosh, I don't know how I could have improved it except for the end. Just like, I, I think I would have just kept her a vampire through the, to the end. The next movie would be her kind of plotting and planning, scheming, taking them down and then maybe the third movie would be her as a vampire slayer you know i i think i would even just even if they didn't make sequels if they just ended it with her burning all these people down and then she is the vampire and she is the lady of the manor Mm -hmm. yeah she takes that for herself i thought she was gonna get the 
the the manner. I was I yeah. was sure of it, but I was like, how does that? I would work? I would have I loved know. like a like um I would have loved a ready or not style ending where it's like just yeah. her standing in like the door or or even like knives out like her standing in the doorway of her house at the end. Yeah, just covered in blood. She's like, well, this is mine now. Yeah, or just like walking through things real real slow mo, walking through hallways as everything. Because I did like the shot her. of her walking out while it's on fire, but we needed yeah. like a more or bigger yeah no it's just it's good it's good good movie we highly recommend it all of us um well let everybody know where they can find you philip uh so uh you can find me on twitter at philip underscore ellis that's philip with one l ellis with two on instagram at philip ellis and if you enjoyed the invitation a story of a working class woman surrounded by rich posh weirdos then you will love my debut novel love and other scams which is available now for pre-order and it comes out in march 2023 Perfect. Yes. Well, signing off, Dracula's brides. He's coming back for us, baby. Uh, <laughs> and we will. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.